My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 1340 a.m. and 98.9 FM. Every show, I bring you the most relevant topics on better health and wellness, and I bring you the best guests in the industry who share the newest and most up-to-date information that we all need to know about. My show streams live every day at 5 a.m., but for those of you that cannot listen live, all of my shows are recorded and podcast and are available for on-demand downloads at stayhealthylasvegas.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Remember to tune into my show often and listen to the on-demand podcast of the show at stayhealthylasvegas.com. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Good morning to you. Hope your day is starting off on the right foot and that it's going to be a great healthy day for you. Every day that we take the time to focus on our health and focus a little bit more on things that we can do to make our lives better, healthier, more energetic, more rested, more stress-free, or at least stress-managed, we're going to be better for it. And what's interesting is how we are capable of doing things even though we've run ourselves into the ground. So can you imagine how much better, more successful, more positive we can be if we just took a little bit of time to get our our house in order, if you will? Every day on the show, Monday through Friday, we talk about health and nutrition. We talk about what's new in the industry, the compliments, the alternatives. I bring you the relevant topics for today's world, the best guests, best minds in the business I bring to you because it's just another whole layer of information and it's an information world. The more information we have, the more cards that we hold to our well-being and our journey to get healthy, be healthy and stay healthy, the better we're going to do. I think our biggest problem is we we get overwhelmed very easily and we get sidetracked very easily. We procrastinate wonderfully. Human nature just kind of wants us to get in the right direction, but sometimes our follow through is not as good. We're exhausted. We don't have the focus. And I just think that there's a lot of things that we need to focus on. And I try to bring you as much information as possible. I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store because as the information process continues, this is a place that you can go and learn even more, have a dialogue, have a conversation, get your questions answered. Stay Healthy is Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Valley. Generations of families have been going there for a long time and with good reason. They know that they're going to have the most up-to-date information and they get to work with intelligent, informed, relevant, passionate people who love what they do and are doing everything they can to make sure that our world is better and healthier. So that's all really, really good things to know and that's why you want to make them your go-to place. Stay Healthy Health Food Store is a place you go when you really want to be successful on your healthy journey. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Hours of the store, Monday through Saturday, 
9 to 6, Sundays closed. Easy. Their phone number 877-2494-877-2494 for mail order services. Or maybe you've just got one of those crazy busy weeks. It's a week where you've got so much on your plate, but you know you're doing really well on your healthy journey and you need your stuff. And you don't want to run out because you know what happens when we run out. Sometimes it takes us weeks and weeks or a month to get back over there because our prioritizing has a tendency to slide to the back burner. And before you know it, we're a month behind and then we're playing catch up to where we were. Don't do that. Have, give them a call, 877-2494. Have them put everything together for you. And then all you have to do is swoop in, pick it up, and be on your way and be back in your program again. 877-2494. Their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Make sure you partner up with them like so many of you have done. Enter your email address. Start getting coupons that you can print at home. Uh, newsletters every month. Great information, alerts, promotion alerts, and just stay connected to the store. And also all of the radio shows, they're archived and podcast, and they are there for your download convenience. Uh, so it works on your schedule. Great information comes out of these shows with such amazing guests and relevant topics. So we want to make sure that we have the availability of being able to keep that information going because sometimes it's the information that maybe yields us the positivity to know that we can make a change. And I'd want to bring you that up-to-date information, all that relevant information and all those wonderful topics, because that's what we do every single day. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about stress, but I want to focus on one of my favorite herbs today, ashwagandha. And, you know, things have changed uh, in the world around us. Obviously, with the pandemic, things have changed a lot. Um, there was a 2022 poll uh, and the results of Stress in America poll, they called it, by American Psychological Association. Um, it was interesting. It says, according to the poll, the stress and mental health statistics of the United States are worsening, mostly due to a bundle of reasons of COVID-19 pandemic, rising inflation, Russia-Ukraine uh, crisis. Stress levels in America are measured by different professional bodies, such as the American Institute of Stress and the APA. This year, around 80 percent of the responders have cited the rising cost of day-to-day -day necessities like groceries and gas and electricity. 80% of the poll participants said that the you know, ongoing uh, events in Russia and Ukraine have a toll on their psychological well-being, but we're also finding out that people are just extremely stressed. 81% of Americans who participated in the poll were stressed out due to supply chain issues. 87% of Americans are stressed due to the rising inflation. 80% of Americans are tensed and stressed about possible war. 69% fear that World War III could break out. 65% of Americans responded they were stressed out about money and the economy. And this is not going down at all. And the thing about it is, is it's affecting people across all age brackets, younger and older. And I think a lot of people that are doing this are, are thinking that with these rising levels, with stress and depression and anxiety, I think a lot of us feel that, you know, one of the best things we can do is, is talk to our doctors, which is a good thing to do, but that we have to rely solely on pharmaceutical medicines. And that is so far from true. The great thing about pharmaceutical medicines that are there for depression and anxiety and things like that are for those individuals who may have tried other things unsuccessfully.
or tried other things that may not have given them a true-to-form balance of success, thank goodness there's medication available. I have a very, very dear friend who uses medication for both depression and anxiety, and, and those medications gave her her life back. We tried everything over a few years, and she just did not respond well. There were chemical imbalances, but she's back, and she's where she was years ago and very successfully doing well. But I don't think everybody needs to go that way. And if you really do study some of the history of some of the things that are available out there, like ashwagandha, which is becoming so amazingly popular, we're finding out that this long-lived, um, long-history herb has been around and doing things for us in this category for a long time. Ashwagandha, or withania somnifera, is an adaptogenic herb that's popular in Ayurvedic and traditional medicine. It's been used for more than 2,500 years and has been extensively researched in over 200 studies for its potential thyroid modulating, nutriprotective, anti-anxiety, and anti-inflammatory properties. In India, it is known as the strength of the stallion because it traditionally has been used to strengthen the immune system after illness. It's also been referred to as Indian ginseng because of its ability to enhance your stamina and work as a natural stress reliever. And, and those aren't the only benefits of ashwagandha. Like all adaptogenic herbs, it helps the body maintain homeostasis or balance. Even in moments of emotional or physical stress. In Ayurvedic medicine, it's characterized as rasayana which means that it's used to support physical and mental health, defend the body against disease and damaging environmental factors, and slow down the aging process. Research published in the International Journal of Home Science indicates that 1,000 milligrams of dehydrated ashwagandha pro products are used by many people across the world. Uh, and sometimes less is used. It just depends on the individual. Uh, but its safety factors are there. Ashwagandha contains many beneficial elements like flavonoids and antioxidants, such as catalase and superoxide dismutase and glutathione, which is known as the mother of antioxidants, and also contains alkaloids, amino acids, including tryptophan, neurotransmitters, sterols, tannins, lignans, and triperteins. These valuable compounds allow the herbs pharmacological activities and are responsible for the many ashwagandha benefits. I think a lot of people today, although there are uh, great success out there with thyroid health, I think most of us today are using it for things like adrenal fatigue, uh, stress and anxiety, uh, relaxation, uh, depressive feelings, um, sleeplessness. There's a, a lot of different things that a lot of us are are used to using. Now there's a lots and lots of other adaptogens like Panax ginseng and holy basil and astragalus and licorice and rhodiola and even cordyceps mushrooms. But I think that when we're dealing with ashwagandha, um, it's my favorite because of the success that it's done for me, as well as the success that I've seen with many, many other people. And it's, it's quite amazing especially when you're dealing with things like increasing your stamina and your endurance. Studies have shown that ashwagandha can boost endurance during physical activity by sharpening brain function and reducing bodily pain. That's amazing. It's also uh, able to promote an anti-inflammatory environment by suppressing pro-inflammatory cytokines. 
uh, which is also amazing. People get strength from it, and I think they get stronger from it because of the fact that it's balancing their stress, which is working against them. And as stress starts to come more into balance and the handling of stress, I think a lot of us really do notice that there are uh, great successes to be had. And I think sometimes we're, you know, we just find ourselves, you know, looking, you know, for a quick fix. And ashwagandha is something that you do notice very quickly. But I also think that it's something that after using it for a period of time, you're going to find that more and more benefits happen along the way. Now, we know that ashwagandha is an evergreen shrub that grows in Asia and Africa. It's commonly used for stress. Um, and also something that is very, very beneficial. A lot of people use it, get very good results. A lot of people stay on it. Sometimes people go on it for a while, then they go off of it. And I think it really just depends on the person. I think that the wonderful thing about ashwagandha is you can use it when you need it, or you can use it on the, uh, the long-term. I take ashwagandha every day. I have for a very long time. I love the way it makes me feel. Uh, I take it probably five days a week. And there are times when I take more uh, during more stressful times. I take it for helping with things like insomnia. Uh, I also take it for because it really helps to kind of give you a better overall balance. And I think that that's important because I think today a lot of us are living in a world that's not very balanced. So we have... Um, a hard time maybe trying to find that balance. We know that some of the potential benefits of ashwagandha include better athletic performance, better sleep, uh, better feelings of evenness and anxiousness. Uh, and I think that it's probably one of the most important herbs in Ayurveda, which is a traditional form of alternative medicine based on Indian principles of natural healing. Um, I have a friend that spent some time in India and with Ayurvedic practitioners and actually like nine and 10 generation Ayurvedic practitioners. And he said he was there for the first like three weeks. And for the first three weeks, they only studied ashwagandha. That shows you the importance um, of ashwagandha. And it's very commonly over there in you know, ashwagandha in Sanskrit, you know, for smell of the horse, which uh, refers to both the herb scent and its potential ability to increase strength. Um, it's also known as uh, Indian ginseng and winter cherry. Um, it's a small shrub, uh, yellow flowers, uh, native to India and Southeast Asia. Extracts and powders from the plant's roots or leaves are used to treat a variety of conditions. And I think it's one of those things where when you start to use it, maybe for the first time you feel like you've got a good chance at being able to, you know, maybe feel better. You know, I have a lot of people that say things um, to me that are very confusing because sometimes people get into this realm where they feel like you know I've hit this point where there is no way out of it and I'm not saying that ashwagandha is the tell-all tale-all you know the fix-all but I think that the thing that I notice the most about ashwagandha is when someone starts using it it seems to provide them a way of just <sighs> catching their breath and maybe getting a better focus and maybe allowing themselves to 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 regroup a little bit. I've had many people that have um, 
there's people that I know that have done a lot of medications out there and the medications didn't respond very well. And people that were, um, you know, having a hard time trying to just find their place and stress is just ripping them down and they're very anxious and have depressive feelings and, you know, terrible things happen from that point on. And I think that although there's a lot of wonderful things to do when you're under a lot of stress, like take B vitamins and, you know, and exercise and get a good amount of rest and use what you need to get better rest, whether it's a sleep formula or tryptophan or melatonin or, you know, 5-HTP or GABA or things that you can take at night to get a more successful good sleep. But there are things that we should be doing that will allow us to be able to to get better rest because without the rest... You know, it's very, very hard to to have that positive focus during the day. And people don't realize that when you don't sleep well and you don't charge your batteries, it just intensifies the feelings of anxiousness and stress and depression. We have to be able to plug in. We have to be able to regroup. And, you know, sometimes people will use things at night and sometimes people use ashwagandha at night. I love the way that it makes me feel at the end of the day. It just kind of helps you kind of just feel a little bit more focused, whether you're trying to reduce stress and anxiety symptoms and or whether you're just trying to find a little bit of balance. I usually tell people that, you know, although some people experience wonderful, great feelings of success with ashwagandha very quickly, I would rather say that it's going to take upwards of 30 days to start having a maximum benefit. Now, I know in my mind and in my heart that people are going to notice it long before that. But, you know, when someone's already stressed and impatient and edgy and maybe nervous and and, you know, and probably wanting the impossible to happen in like 10 minutes, you know, that happens when we're pushed to the wall and we're overly stressed and burnt out. I would rather tell them longer because that way I know that they're prepared for 30 days even though they're going to get results much, much quicker than that. And and I think that's what makes it, you know, something that's so enjoyable uh, to be really to be able to enjoy because of the fact that, you know, we notice the results very quickly. You know, I have a lady that's been using ashwagandha for a long time. Um, she actually was very, very stressed, um, very anxious, and she had family in India. And she decided that she was going to quit her job, take time off, take a year to get herself together. She had a child that passed away, a husband that died. Uh, she fought cancer and beat it. But the stress was so heavy that she just couldn't do anything about it. So she rented out her house, went to stay with her sister in India. While she was there, she really started really getting into Ayurvedic medicine, studying, taking classes, really loving it. And the one thing that her Ayurvedic practitioner worked with her at the very beginning was to try to find her balance. And he started her almost immediately on ashwagandha. And um, she said it was, she said, I don't know if I just really wanted it to work as quickly as it did or whether I was just so run down that it just really was something that I really, really needed. But she said, you know, in just the end of the week of starting it, she said I was in a better place than I had been in a long time. Now, since then, she's gone back to school to study to become an Ayurvedic practitioner. 
She found a new calling. She loves Ayurvedic medicine. She's studying it intently every day, uh, taking classes um, and doing wonderfully. And she's been there for a while now. I don't know how long she's been there, uh, but she is really, really doing well. And, you know, you wonder sometimes, maybe we don't know about these things. Maybe we've been, you know, just, you know, maybe barking up the wrong tree or not asking questions or not doing our homework or not reaching out for other information. But, you know, and I one thing I learned a long time ago is that if you have a store like Stay Healthy where you can go and pick their brain and have a conversation and have a dialogue, sometimes you are alerted to things that you definitely did not know about or did not know that there was even anything that you could possibly use in that category. And to me, that's always, you know, eye opening and opening up your mind and heart at the same time. And you think to yourself, how come I didn't know about this? And it's doing so well for me. How much time did I waste, you know, not doing my homework or not asking questions? And I think we're all guilty of that. I mean, I look at it this way. It's great when you do find something that makes a difference. It's just too bad that sometimes it we don't find it till we're kind of down the road a bit. But ashwagandha hardly knew, you know, over 2,500 years it's been utilized. You know, I was having a conversation with a group of doctors about, oh, what, a month or so ago. No, it was longer than that, probably about three months ago. And they were talking about antidepressants and mood elevators and how successful they've been and for their patients and all that. And I just kind of sat there kind of quietly. And one of them, a really good friend of mine, called on me and he said, do you not agree? I said, agree with what? the overuse of antidepressants and and, uh, and anti-anxiety drugs? I said, I don't agree with it. He says, but they're making a difference. And I said, okay. I said, but how many of those people could have made a difference on the other side using something that wasn't pharmaceutically made and wasn't didn't come with all of the side effects and the reliance on those medications? And the room was just kind of quiet. And I'm thinking, oh God, I just stuck my foot in my mouth. And they said, what do you mean? I said, you know, if you were in another part of the world, they'd be probably using things like ashwagandha or holy basil or theanine or B vitamins long before they would even recommend sending you to a doctor to get a prescription medication for anxiety or depression. And he goes, I know, but we're not there. I said, it doesn't matter where we are geographically. Those things are still available here. I said, I guess the thing that bothers me the most after being in this industry for well over 40 years is that we've seen an amazing come to you know, come to each other moment uh, on the pharmaceutical side and the natural side where we've seen an, a great blending of minds and understanding that there are many other ways of going. I mean, four plus five equals nine, but so does six and three and seven and two and eight and one. You know, there's a lot of different ways out there and there is no one way and not everybody fits in the same box. And I said, how many of your patients do you keep putting on the same medication, realizing that not everybody comes from the same state of anxiety and depression and stress, but you keep trying to group them all into the same box? I said, there needs to be individuality when it comes to this. And don't you agree that if there's an alternative of doing something that's more natural, that that should always be our first line of defense. And I had quite a few of them that said, you know, it's just, we're not trained that way. And I said, well, maybe we should all be. Because, you know, although you have success with some patients and thank goodness for those medications, I'm not downplaying them by any mean because I mentioned my friend who's doing remarkably well. I said, but 
if you have to only follow that realm, how do you know if something else might not be as effective without any side effects that actually gets to maybe the source of the problem rather than just band-aiding and covering up the problem? You know, so this discussion went on for a, for a while and I didn't mean to open the door, but uh, I was happy I did. And, you know, after quite a few of the doctors came up and we chatted a little bit, and he said, you know, he goes, I think we're all conditioned to go to the amber bottles, first of all. And I said, I understand that. And I said, and many times there is success with that. I said, but are we ever treating with the medication, the cause of the problem, or do we usually focus more on getting the symptoms in order? And most of them said, we're dealing with the symptoms. Because, you know, usually to get to the source of the problem, you have to go back to the controllable variables, sleep, diet, the immune system, supplementation, you know, uh, rest, stress balancing, inflammation control. You know, those are things that we have to make sure that we're doing, a positive attitude, decompressing. These are things that when are completely out of a line can actually lead to major health problems. So when you really start taking a look at the big picture, do you think to yourself, am I, am I really getting to the source of the problem or am I just covering up the symptoms? So, you know, when I think about ashwagandha, I think about something that really does provide balance. And I think that a lot of us have stepped out of the balance realm, if you will, and we're paying the price for it. You know, when you start to think about ashwagandha, you know, it's just something that has been around for a long time. Now, they can trace it back as far as 6,000 B.C. And, of course, being used, you know, on paper up to 2,500 years. And especially with Ayurveda, and Ayurveda is one of the oldest holistic health systems globally. And its roots are in India. Ashwagandha has been known for thousands of years to relieve stress and anxiety and promote overall wellness and longevity. So why would we not want to try something like that first with a long history? Think about the pharmaceutical medications today. And although we're making so many amazing strides and making so many great successes in the area of pharmaceutical medicines and bacteria and antibiotics and heart medications and all the things that are out there. But, you know, you think about them 100 years, maybe 100 and a quarter, and you're putting that up against something that's been around 2,500 to 6,000 years. I mean, you can't sweep it under the carpet. You have to realize that these have been around a long time and that because of that, we have to give them their due. The plant itself is a small flowering shrub, but its power is in the ashwagandha root. The word ashwagandha, I mentioned already, Sanskrit means the smell of a horse. It does have a strong odor, and it does help to, you know, impale and, and develop and, and stimulate and enhance your overall strength, which is very, very important. Ashwagandha has been shown to help a lot of different kinds of ailments, although it does focus a lot on calm and relaxation and mood. Um, it's a natural product. You know, where sometimes the health food stores and the, the natural herbal areas and the vitamin and minerals and the natural products industry sometimes ends up being a last resort when someone has dealt with the ramifications of medication or the lack of success with pharmaceuticals or they're getting the runaround with their doctors or they're not getting the success that they need. You know, I want to know why that the natural products industry is not, you know, when we start thinking about, you know, where we are and where we've gone, uh, 
you know, why should we not be um, the first resort? Considering this is something that has low adverse reaction profile, non-addicting. In fact, significantly few side effects have ever been attributed to the use of ashwagandha. And it's used for so many different things that really fit our world today, like fatigue, lack of stamina, low energy levels. And although it's simultaneously relaxing you, it also invigorates you. I like to call it energetic calm. This is one of the huge pluses of using ashwagandha, you know, against using typical pharmaceuticals. Sometimes with the pharmaceuticals, they just make you so tired. They make you always want to curl up in a ball. Ashwagandha can give you the sense of relaxation that we need, but at the same time, it can also help to um, keep you invigorated at the same time. And that's so important. You know, who doesn't need a little bit more balance in their in their mind and body and soul today? How many times today are we, every single day, are we just saying, I am so stressed, I am so burnt out, I am fried out? How many times at the end of the day do you get home and you sit down in just with complete exhaustion mentally and physically? And you have so many things that you want to do and you don't get around to doing any of them because you're just actually burnt out. You know, over the last couple of years, even though it's been going on for probably 15 to 20 years now, but the last two to three years with downsizing and then being home and quarantine and then coming back and, you know, having to relearn everything and fear of, of disease and, and sickness and everything else, people leaving jobs, leaving work, leaving the workforce, and now you've got companies and rather than bringing anybody in or they can't get anybody to come in, they're now dividing up the workload. So now you're doing your work plus somebody else's work. How long can we keep this up before we just crash and burn? And there are many companies out there that are just, they're just taking it for granted that they're going to be able to get all this work done and they just expect people to be able to do it. They're not offering them any more money in many cases or uh, any other perks of any kind. They're just piling up their inbox. And these are the companies that really need to have a attitude adjustment because people are going to crash and burn and then they're going to be screwed because they're not taking care of their employees. They're not treating them well. They're not treating them as partners. They're not treating them as people. They're just treating them as an end to a means or means to an end. There we go. And, um, and that's not going to work. Because when you are run down and fatigued and you are stressed out and burnt out and you're feeling depression and you're anxious and you're not sleeping on top of that, you're going to make mistakes. And you're not going to be able to be at your best cognitive level, your focus, your memory, your 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 talent to be able to remember and do things without even having to think because you've been doing it for so long. That starts to come into play and you start not getting the benefit of all of these things that you've been doing for a long time because your body is just mentally and physically exhausted. And I think this is where something like ashwagandha can make a dramatic difference, as well as the attitudes and the mindset of people in their companies, which they definitely needed. I literally have a really good friend and she was with a company that she's loved forever and ever, and the management nah, has never been very, very good. Uh, I think that the employees know definitely what's going on more than the management. They spend a lot of time sitting behind their desks, not really doing anything, but cracking the whip on people. 
but it was always pretty handleable until about six months ago and half of the sales force decided not to come back to work because they said everybody had to go to work even though everyone for two years was completely successful working from home with high levels of success but they felt it was important for them to be there physically and half of their workforce said no screw it i'm done so they lost half their force, but they still have the same amount of work to do. So they actually just started loading it up on everybody else and giving everybody twice the amount of work with no raise in pay. Even though they saved the salaries of half the workforce, they didn't distribute it. It ended up being more bonuses for the management. So about a month ago, the entire sales staff called a meeting with the management and they sat down and they said, look, there needs to be changes or we're out and the entire workforce was ready to walk. They said, you have done nothing for us. We are all stressed out, burnt out, fried out, and we're exhausted. We're doing twice the workload for the same amount of money, yet you guys are sitting around and doing absolutely nothing. You wanted everybody to come back for what reason? So you could sit there and watch us work all day long, and we are struggling to be able to keep up at the pace, and you keep cracking the whip. This is going on all over the country. And people are at their wits ends, which is more stress, more anxiousness, more depression, more lack of sleep, more being run down, getting ready to crash and burn. And they just sat there. And um, by the time that the audience was done, they decided right there at that point that people could work at home if they wanted to, which is wonderful. As long as they're doing their work, no problem. Everybody was given a 50% raise as they should have been because they're doing twice the amount of work. And there was all those funding that was already being paid to people who it went back to the company when half the sales force stopped working. They started giving everybody an extra week of vacation per year and they can take a one or two PTO days every month if necessary. Well, since that time, productivity has boomed. The mental state of everyone there is fantastic. And a lot of people decided to stay at the office because it was now a happier place to be. Many of them were getting ready to go on medications. A lot of them, and I made the suggestion for one of my friends uh, to suggest ashwagandha because ashwagandha will also not only help with the stress, but help to keep people uh, energized, increasing stamina and energy levels, but also helping to bring down that fatigue level. So she sent me a note like two days ago and said, most of everybody in my office is using ashwagandha. She goes, I've sent everybody I know over to stay healthy. So that's a wonderful thing because those are all people that might not have to ever be on a medication. But you see what just small little changes can bring about. And you know, sometimes people need to call other people's bluffs because these people were sitting back, you know, being fat cats laying at their desk with their feet on the desk, not doing anything, but dishing more and more work out and their workers and their entire staff, many of them, their friends, they were running into the ground. This is happening all over the country and people need to realize that stress is always going to be there and the situation of being anxious and being depressed that's always going to be there too but there are amazing things that are out there there's culinary herbs things that we can use that are wonderful balance things like ginger and garlic have been used for thousands of years you know i'm a huge believer in using ginger for the stomach but also garlic for so many other things ginger for as an alternative for upset stomachs and nausea and those are also things that come with anxiety and stress upset stomach ginger is not just used for cleansing the palate when you're eating sushi it's also a potent antioxidant and anti-inflammatory. It even helps headaches. Garlic, we know, 
has talked about for centuries for so many different protective benefits and cardiovascular health. These are all important. And the reason I'm mentioning is because stress, anxiety, depression, being run down, burnt out, fried out, leads to weakened immune systems, upset stomachs, nausea, diarrhea, um, sensitivity in your gut, cardiovascular problems. You don't think that people have heart attacks due to stress? Well, of course they do. And many of them will tell you they're living in stressful worlds and stressful situations, both personally and business. And this has become even more of something that's even more common now. We're seeing much, much more of it. And it's not just hitting the people over 60. You know, there was a time when most of the cardiovascular and immune problems and joint problems and gut problems were hitting mostly older people. This is not the norm anymore. I answer questions from 20 and 30 year olds all the time, you know, that are stressed out, burnt out and fried out, you know, looking for something. They don't want to go on medication. They don't want to be numbed and they don't want to be, you know, put into a coma during the day just so they don't have to deal with things. They want to be able to deal with things, but in a more focused, balanced and relaxed way. So when you go around the world and you ask about ashwagandha, you're going to learn that it's amazingly, incredibly well recommended and prescribed by doctors all over the world as well. Go to India and talk to any Ayurvedic practitioner, any shaman, any physician that's over there and bring up the, the topic of Ayurveda and ask them probably what the most commonly recommended herb is and they'll tell you ashwagandha. You know, the first time I took ashwagandha was many, 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 many years ago. And I started taking it because I have a friend that lived in India that told me about it. And I was studying Ayurveda. But over here, it was a little slow to the punch. So much so that a lot of people that I knew whose opinions I valued did not do anything with ashwagandha. A lot of them didn't even know about it. So I've been taking it for a very, very long time. And I remember it was a time when I had a major loss in my life and I was not going to end up on an antidepressant and a mood elevator. And one of my friends who was in India, we were talking and he said, you should try some ashwagandha. It took me forever to be able to find it. I finally found it in an Indian store where they had Indian foods. They had ashwagandha. And then you started seeing it in health food stores and stuff a lot more commonly. And, um, but I started on it and, it was almost immediate for me. But then again, I was at a pretty big low. So maybe it was didn't take very much time for it to actually show me a difference. And I became an instant fan. I mean, I've been wrecking Mashwagandha for <laughs> recommending it for so long. Um, and I have so many people that use it and they recommend it now as well. Because there's nothing better than finding balance in our world. There's nothing better than finding a way to be able to to collect ourselves and to be able to feel like we've got balance. You know, a lot of times when I used to talk about CBD and homeostasis, I said when our endocannabinoid systems in our body are out of balance, it's kind of like a teeter-totter. And you've got an 80-pound kid on one side and a 200-pound kid on the other. Well, the kid that's 200 pounds, his butt is on the ground and the other kid is flailing in the air because there's no balance. But when you take an 80-pound kid and another 80-pound kid and you put them on a teeter-totter and they have their arms out from side to side and they're kind of like floating in the air because it's perfectly balanced and, you know, they're kind of maybe waving up and down a little bit, but that it's a perfect balance, that's homeostasis. 
And I think a lot of us have maybe forgot or maybe not for a long time have even come anywhere close to experiencing balance because we're always chasing ourselves. We're always chasing ourselves around the block. We're always, you know, getting ourselves to the point where we're getting done with one thing and then you've got another thing to do. Or you work for a company and you finally finish, you get all your reports done and everything is finished and everything is going well. And then the next day it's like, all right, we're on to the next thing. And they're jamming it down your throat again. And you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, I just got done with this. Can I have a moment to collect myself? Well, no, we need to get going on this. Well, you know what? I'm taking some time. Deal with it or I'm gone because sometimes the people that are not out there that are driving the car from the garage, that are not out in the world, that are not doing the work, that are not really out there experiencing what is going on around and to us, they don't get it. They think we should be able to just bounce back from anything all the time. And if you do that bouncing back effect, sooner or later, you're not able to bounce back as successfully or as quickly. And you end up having a situation where, you know, you start to really second guess whether this is something that you want to do. And it's not because of your own ideas. It's just because of just you get to the point when you just can't deal with it. And this is life all around us. You know, I talked to these families um, who had kids and the, the, the parents or the significant others, whatever was in the household, they were working together and all of a sudden they're together every day, 24 hours around the clock. They're doing homeschooling. They're working from home. They're doing Zooms and webinars and they're not leaving the house. They're ordering food to the door. And I mean, I didn't find anyone in a family kind of setting that was overly happy all the time. It would just got to be an amazing amount of stress. Now, I do have friends that absolutely loved it, loved being at home. They're not people people. They love being home. They don't like driving in traffic. They don't like going to the stores. They love working from home. They were extremely productive and they loved it. When they had to go back to the office, they cried. They didn't want to go back. They loved it. And they were really overly productive. And I kept thinking to myself, well, why do you have to go back if you're doing everything increasingly well? You know, but a lot of companies had this weird mentality that you had to be there sitting at a desk to be able to be successful, which is stupid because it's just location. You know, and if you're happy and doing your job and doing it really well, where the hell does it matter where you are? You know why? You're not celebrating a birthday and having a birthday cake in the break room or you're not celebrating a holiday and decorating your desk or your cubicle. Come on. It's a different world today with all of our technology and all of our amazing devices that we have and all the resources that we have at our fingertips. It doesn't matter where you are. You can do your job very successfully if you're the kind of person that doesn't need that structure. Now, there are people that need the structure of an office. They need to be able to to uh, have that office to be able to do their job. They need to be around people. They need to be stimulated. And you know what? That's fantastic. But not everybody's like that. And I think the stress of going back to the office, I heard from so many people that after the uh, the businesses were opened up again and they wanted people to come back, I was sending out, I can't tell you how many of these emails and, and texts and messages I was asking. I was recommending ashwagandha left and right because everybody was in need of being able to find something that made such a dramatic difference. And they didn't want to do drugs. They didn't want to numb themselves into the point where they just didn't care. And, and the reason I say that is I have a very good friend of mine. She's a lawyer, a uh, very successful lawyer uh, in California. We've been friends a long time, went through a lot of heartache and a lot of stuff. And she decided to go into her, her doctor and her doctor put her on like three different medications for depression and anxiety and all of this. 
and she was in a funk. She could not pull herself out. She'd be in court and she'd lose her train of thought. She would drift off during the day. She was finding herself taking a nap at her desk. And she called me up and she goes, I don't know what to do. She goes, I don't feel that much better. She goes, but now I have all these other problems. I'm totally mentally fatigued and exhausted. And I said, she goes, what would you do? I said, personally or professionally? She goes, personally as a friend. I said, I would go to the doctor and say, get me off of these, titrate me down. I don't want to do this. I want to try natural alternatives. If I haven't got success, we'll come back and revisit it. And that's exactly what she did. And her doctor, who she knew, titrated her down, got her off of everything. She started on a really good multiple vitamin, some supplemental methyl Bs a couple times a day, ashwagandha um, a couple times a day. She was taking a sleep formula. Within like four days, she felt like herself again. She was more balanced. She was even. She wasn't drifting away. She wasn't losing her thought. She wasn't cloudy and foggy. She said, I understand how they can make a difference for someone who just needs to shut the world down. Maybe you're retired. Maybe you're at home, but you're really stressed and depressed and all that. You can shut all that stuff down. But I have too many responsibilities to be brain dead during the day and be cloudy and foggy and can't not be able to focus. She goes, for me, all of those things were negatives. They weren't positive. Now, I know people that take medication, like I mentioned earlier, and they do very, very well with it. But a lot of people do feel very, very numbed, you know, to the point she said, I just did not care. And this she goes, and that is so not me. And it's not her. She's not that kind of a person or someone just doesn't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You know, and sometimes those medications put you in that mentality. And that's not a good thing. Is that really being successful or is it just, you know, just kind of putting a big old blanket over the fire? You know, for the most part, I would say that I'm not depressed. I'm not anxious. I've had times in my world where I've gone through depressive times. I'll be the first to admit it. One of my biggest faults is that I, I really overly care. And one of my friends are going through something, I usually go through it with them. When I have friends going through chemo and radiation, I'm there mentally going through it with them. It's just a way of internalizing it, but sometimes it, it gets very hard on us, but it's my personality and it's not going to change. People say, oh, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, 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 whatever. Um, that's who I am. The other thing is we have to remember that we can't let things bubble up and get out of control. If you're starting to feel run down and fatigued, you're getting anxious, or you're just starting to feel some of the symptoms of depression, you're not sleeping very well, don't wait. Go see your doctor. Get everything checked out to make sure everything's okay. And if they do want to recommend pharmaceuticals, say, you know, can we keep those in mind? I just wanted to get my checkup, and I'd like to try some natural alternatives first, but we can keep this door open and revisit it. And I haven't found any doctors that didn't say, yeah, we can absolutely do that. And then go to stay healthy, talk with them. Make sure that you're covering your basic foundation nutrients, you know, like good enzymes and probiotics to make sure you're getting the most out of your food. A good whole food multiple vitamin. Don't forget about the sunshine vitamin. Get some vitamin D in there. Uh, magnesium for your muscles and for stress because our muscles are so tense and we're so stressed. Magnesium can make a big difference. Get some greens into your diet. And then keep in mind things like ashwagandha. There are great formulas out there that have ashwagandha in them. And then, of course, you can take ashwagandha by itself. I think sometimes that I tend to gravitate more toward combinations that are blended with other things that are in there as well. 
I look at it this way. I'd rather go into war with all of the armed forces rather than just one soldier, one gun, one bullet. And for me, it's just kind of a way of, you know, finding that sometimes people do better when things are blended together because there is a synergism there. You know, some things, some herbs, some nutrients work better when their friends are there along with them and you get better results. But, you know, try and see how you do. Try some plain ashwagandha by yourself. Uh, Marge has a lot of great ashwagandha formulas that stay healthy. Um, I do like a lot of them. I like the Irwin Naturals because of the fact that it's a liquid soft gel and it opens up and uh, releases in about 8 to 15 minutes, so a very quick dissolution. And there's also a good oil and there's also some black pepper in there, which intensifies the potency. That's the one that I use. Um, there's maca ashwagandha combinations, which is another wonderful blend. There's wonderful stress formulas and things that you can take a look at uh, that are also very effective. But don't jump directly into a pharmaceutical unless it's necessary for life and death, especially when you're dealing with something like this with stress. Obviously, we need to tackle the reason for the stress. We need to tackle about, you know, what's going on? How is it happening? How did I get into the situation? And if you're working a job or you're, it's a relationship situation, things need to be talked out. And, you know, if you've never approached your boss or management before, Chances are you're not the only one there that's going through this, you know, so talk amongst your, your coworkers, you know, are other people burnt out and stressed out as well? Maybe it's time to have a meeting and open up and put everything on the table so that everybody can be better at their jobs. And sometimes there's just not an awareness. Sometimes the upper management doesn't have a clue. Sometimes they're not thinking about things. They're not thinking that there's a problem. If nobody says anything, that everything stays status quo. All of a sudden, when somebody says something and there's more people that are saying it, and all of a sudden it becomes a reality and they're like, God, I had no idea. Well, were you totally blind or did you not care or were you just oblivious? Maybe a combination of all of it. But I can't tell you how many times that coworkers have got together and had meetings with their management and everything was amazing. After that, there were changes that were brought in. There was better focus. There was better focus on mental and emotional health. Um responsibilities were, were divided up more equally, pay was increased, and there was the thankfulness from the upper management and sometimes company owners that started taking care of their employees. There's a lot of company owners out there that are just complete babbling idiots that do not take care of their, their employees. They don't take care of their staffs. They think bottom line and money, and they don't think about anything else. They don't think about the emotional health of their employees. They don't give back. Um, they don't work with them. They just crack the whip and do their things, and they're negative and demeaning, and they're demoralizing. And, you know, how the hell do you do that? How do you keep going to that job every day when this is going on? Sooner or later, those people, those wonderful people, they say never push a loyal, dedicated person to the point when they don't want to be around you. And that's what happens. And these stress levels are just totally out of control. So I hope that you'll take the time to look at ashwagandha as a possibility. I'll guarantee you that you're going to see something good. You may not see it overnight, but you definitely will see it. And, you know, and try a couple different formulas. Try one, then try another. Talk with them at Stay Healthy about ashwagandha. They'll give you some good suggestions. And pick one that, you know, can make a difference for you because I think you'll be glad that you did. Head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. 
they're so good at what they do. They make you feel important. They make you feel like your life and your purpose is worthwhile. They help you because they listen and they understand that everybody is needing some support. But there's also a ton of confusion out there. Even with all the information at our fingertips, it's gotten more confusing. So they, they end up re-educating and educating and correcting you know, misinformation so that you can have those aha moments and you're like, okay, now I get it. That's what they want because they want those relationships with you because they're intelligent, they're informed, they're educated, they're so good at what they do. And I will tell you that they're amazing people to work with. And Stay Healthy only carries the best of the best. They're a fully packed, full service store with the good stuff only. You'll leave there with spring in your step, peace of mind, and knowing that you have just created the go-to place and wonderful, wonderful relationships with people that are going to help you with the most important part of your day and your world every day, every month, every year, which is your health and well-being, your mental, emotional, and physical health. There's nothing more important, and I don't care if you think there is, you're wrong, because everything else that you think is more important is just going to go to hell in a handbag because there's not going to be anything there to work with because you're burnt out and stressed out. 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, the northwest corner of Rancho in Charleston, right next to Smith's. Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, they're closed on Sunday. For mail order services, 877-2494-877-2494. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. All of the shows are archived and podcast there for your download convenience. Remember to enter your email address to start getting newsletters and coupons and be alerted to all of the specials that they have at the store. Go there, talk with them about ashwagandha. Try some. You're going to love it. I guarantee that one way or another. Have a great day, everyone. De-stress, take a deep breath, and chill. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Tune in Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas. 1340 AM and 98.9 FM for the most up-to-date information on your good health and well-being with the best guests in the industry who are here to help all of us get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. My show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to talking with all of you again. Stay healthy.